Welcome to Whores Talk Whore. We're not really whores. We just like wordplay. Hello and welcome to Whores Talk Horror. I'm Sharon. And I'm Melinda. And welcome to our first annual horror movie awards episode. We thought it would be fun to do an awards episode with a twist. Horror movies are pretty much neglected when it comes to movie award shows like the Oscars, the Golden Globes. But there are exceptions, which we're going to talk about. We'll be discussing horror movies, horror directors, actresses, and actors who were able to break that barrier and get some Academy Award recognition. Also, Mindy and I have chosen what we consider to be the best horror movies, horror movie directors, actors, and actresses of the past year, and we had you guys vote for your favorites. And Please remember, opinions are subjective, and also this has no real merit and should not be taken seriously at all, so don't get pissed if you don't like our nominees or the winners. But we tallied the votes, and our special guest presenters will be announcing the 2021 Horror Movie Award winners on this episode. We will also each give our predictions for the actual Oscar winners for Best Picture, Director, Lead, and Supporting Actors and Actresses. We recorded this prior to the actual Oscars, which aired on April 25th, so we did not cheat in case one of us gets all the predictions correct. We're going to start with a brief history of Best Picture Horror Films and the Oscars. So, The Exorcist was a game changer for scary movies. As we all know, it stretched the limits of how violent and profane movies could be. It also became the first horror film to be nominated for Best Picture in 1974, meaning that it took 45 years for the Academy to recognize a horror movie as a Best Picture nominee. 45 years. But it lost to The Sting, starring Paul Newman and Robert Redford. It was soon followed by another 1970s blockbuster just two years later. In 1976, Jaws was nominated for Best Picture, but it lost to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Jaws would also be the last horror film nominated for Best Picture for 16 years. Really, Academy? Jeez. Finally, the Academy gave the Best Picture Oscar to a horror film in 1992. Specifically, it honored one of the most acclaimed horror films of all time, The Silence of the Lambs, which was up against, fun fact, Beauty and the Beast, Bugsy, JFK, and The Prince of Tides. I've seen The Prince of Tides, and it's pretty horrifying, but on a different level. Uh, I think the Academy made the right choice in this instance. The Sixth Sense then went on to be nominated for Best Picture in 2000, but lost to American Beauty. It would be another 11 years for a horror film to be nominated for Best Picture with Black Swan, but that lost to The King's Speech. Black Swan arguably paved the way for cutting-edge horror films like Jordan Peele's Get Out, Get Out established Peel as a major force in modern horror, and the film was nominated for Best Picture in 2018. But it lost to The Shape of Water, which, while technically not a horror film, director Guillermo del Toro definitely has his roots in horror, and The Shape of Water 
dips his toe into the horror genre. Pun intended. So just to recap, despite all the wonderful, creative, brilliant horror movies that have been around throughout cinema history, to date, only six horror movies have been nominated for Best Picture. That's insane. So moving on to Best Director in Horror Movies at the Oscars, horror directors actually received award recognition earlier in Oscar history than horror films did. Alfred Hitchcock himself has been nominated for Best Director a total of five times, four of which were for films that fall into the larger category of horror, but were also film noir, suspense, and mystery. These films are Rebecca from 1940, Spellbound from 1945, Rear Window from 1954, and finally, the one that is a horror classic, Psycho from 1960. Stanley Kubrick was nominated for Best Director for A Clockwork Orange from 1971, which also some could argue is not horror. However, I highly disagree with that statement. Um, The entire mood, levels of violence, set design, and the utterly terrifying and compelling performance by the great Malcolm McDowell as the sociopath street rogue Alex are all extremely unsettling and disturbing. 1973's The Exorcist received 10 Oscar nominations, and one of those went to William Friedkin for Best Director, which he did not win. The Silence of the Lambs from 1991 was nominated for seven Academy Awards and won five, including Best Director for Jonathan Demme. The Sixth Sense from 1999 had a total of six Oscar nominations, including Best Director for M. Night Shyamalan, Unfortunately, it did not win in any categories. Darren Aronofsky was nominated for 2010's Black Swan, but lost to Tom Hooper for The King's Speech. In 2018, Jordan Peele and Guillermo del Toro were both nominated for Best Director. Peele lost for Best Director for Get Out, but he did win for Best Screenplay for the film, and Guillermo del Toro won for Best Director for The Shape of Water. And as we mentioned earlier, the case could be made that The Shape of Water crosses over into the horror genre. As far as Best Actor and Actress nominations go, um, performances in horror movies were recognized by the Academy pretty early on. In 1933, Frederick March won Best Actor in a leading role for the film Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. One of my personal favorites, The Bad Seed from 1956, picked up a Best Actress nomination for Nancy Kelly and two Best Supporting Actress nominations for Eileen Heckart and Patty McCormick. However, none of the women won. Janet Lee was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for Psycho, but lost to Shirley Jones, a.k.a. Mrs. Partridge from The Partridge Family, uh, for the film Elmer Gantry, which I can honestly say is a film that I've actually never heard of nor seen. Uh, moving on, Audrey Hepburn was nominated for Best Actress for the 1967 film Wait Until Dark, where she plays a recently blinded woman who is terrorized by a trio of thugs while they search for a heroin stuffed doll they believe is in her apartment. Wow, 1967, way to go. It's a great movie if you've never seen it. Interesting fact, Audrey lost to another Hepburn, Catherine Hepburn, for Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Um, 
really quickly, I actually just learned that they're not related. I never knew that before. I always thought that Audrey Hepburn and Katherine Hepburn were like sisters or cousins or something. But um, yeah, anyways. Maybe that was just like the Hollywood name for the day. If your last name was Hepburn, you were guaranteed a part in a movie. I just can't believe I never knew that. But moving on. (laughs) Ruth Gordon was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for the 1968 movie Rosemary's Baby. And she won. Woo! The Exorcist had three Best Performance nominations. Ellen Burstyn for Best Actress. Jason Miller for Best Supporting Actor. And finally, Linda Blair for Best Supporting Actress. But unfortunately, there were no wins for acting. Sissy Spacek was nominated for Best Actress, and Piper Laurie was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for Carrie from 1976. Unfortunately, neither woman won. Sigourney Weaver was nominated for 1986's Aliens, but lost to Marley Matlin for Children of a Lesser God. Kathy Bates took home an Oscar for Best Actress for the 1990 film Misery. This marks the First time an actress in a lead role won for a horror film. And it was a great role and a great film at that. So, oh, yeah. Anthony Hopkins and Jodie Foster both took home Oscars for their lead performances in The Silence of the Lambs. Nominated for Best Supporting Roles, Haley Joel Osment and Tony Collette both lost for The Sixth Sense. Willem Dafoe lost the Best Supporting Actor category for the 2000 film Shadow of the Vampire, which is about the filming of Nosferatu from 1922 and is a lead actor, Max Schreck, who may or may not have been a vampire. Spoiler alert, he was not. Johnny Depp lost Best Actor for Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street, to Daniel Day-Lewis for There Will Be Blood. Natalie Portman won Best Actress for Black Swan. And while Sally Hawkins was nominated for Best Actress, Richard Jenkins for Best Supporting Actor, and Octavia Spencer for Best Supporting Actress, there were no wins for any of them for The Shape of Water. Most recently, Daniel Kaluuya was nominated for Best Actor for Get Out, but lost to Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour, but Kaluuya is nominated this year for Best Supporting Actor for Judas and the Black Messiah, which is not a horror film, but maybe this year he will get his Oscar. And fun fact, Gary Oldman is also nominated for this year, but they're not competing against each other because Gary Oldman's nominated for Best Actor. So, because that would really suck if Daniel Kaluuya lost twice to Gary Oldman. Um, Yeah, but we will... um, be crossing our fingers that this year you will get your Oscar, Daniel. Absolutely. Um, a few other Academy Award horror winners worth mentioning. Uh, the Omen won Best Original Score in 1978. And that's a creepy-ass score, too. It is. It is. Alien won Best Visual Effects in 1980, as it should have. Um, (laughs) The great Rick Baker won the Oscar for Best Makeup for An American Werewolf in London in 1982. And The Fly also won for Best Makeup in 1987. Really quick, I think when Rick Baker won, 
1982 for best makeup, that was the first year or the second year that that was an actual category at the Academy Awards. <gasps> it was a brand new category. Um, and I also think that Rick Baker has had the most nominations of any individual for best makeup. I believe it. Ooh. But this is just coming from like memory. Don't quote me on this. Um, Bram Stoker's Dracula won three Oscars for best costume design, best sound editing, and best makeup in 1993. Sleepy Hollow, one of my favorites, won best art direction in 2000. Pan's Labyrinth, another one of my favorites, won best art direction, best cinematography, and best makeup in 2007. In Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, won best art direction in 2008. We are legally required to say the entire name of that movie, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. (laughs) We can't just say Sweeney Todd. The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Well, because it's a, the actual musical is a different name slightly, I think. Honestly, I don't know. I just want to say Sweeney Todd, but it's just really long. Anyway. Say the whole thing. And now for the moment you've all been waiting for, the winners of the first annual Horse Talk Horror Horror Movie Awards. Try and say that 10 times fast. <laughs> um, a huge... Thank you to everyone who voted. We could not have done this episode without you. So thank you for your continued support. Also, thank you so much to the presenters who will be introduced shortly. We love you all and want to thank you all for your contributions to making this episode extra special and fun. So without further ado... Spencer, Mindy, and I just walked the red carpet, posed for the paparazzi, were wearing our most stylish couture. And I didn't even trip on the red carpet. Way to go. I did. Uh, (laughs) Billy Crystal just performed a musical medley right here in our living room and told some great jokes about all the nominees. So I think it's time to begin the episode. Welcome, 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 ghouls and ghosts, horror movie fanatics, lovers of all things macabre and strange. This is the first annual Whores Talk Horror Horror Movie Awards. We have an array of wonderful presenters who will be announcing the awards for Best Supporting Actor and Actress, Best Actor and Actress, Best Director, and Best Film in Horror. All nominees were selected from films that had been released in the past year. <laughs> Our first category tonight is Best Supporting Actor. Here to present that category is an Emmy Award winning writer for Saturday Night Live. She can also be seen in the Netflix series It's Bruno. Please welcome comedian, actress, writer, Katie Rich. Thank you so much. It's so nice to be here presenting Best Supporting Actor. The difference between a supporting actor and an actor is that supporting actors are usually a little bit stockier, uh, a little bit able to uh, 
be the base of the pyramid, so to speak. Um, they're usually more weight-bearing and load-bearing. Hence, best supporting actor. Here are the nominees. Clancy Brown for The Mortuary Collection. Emilio Boile for The Platform. Jack Houston for Antebellum. Stephen McCaddy for Come to Daddy. I don't like saying the name of that movie. And finally, William Sadler for VFW. And the winner for Best Supporting Actor is Clancy Brown for The Mortuary Collection. Thank you so much, Katie, and congrats to Clancy Brown. We both loved The Mortuary Collection, and you were great in it. Way to be the base of that pyramid. This was actually our most competitive category, and we consistently had a three-way tie going on between Clancy Brown, Jack Houston, and William Sadler. But at the last moment of voting, you clinched it, Clancy, and I'm so happy you did. Congratulations. Next up, we have Best Supporting Actress. Presenting this award is actress, writer, and producer known for the fantastic podcast In Another Room. Make sure to listen to her new podcast to be released soon, The Gloom. She is a regular guest and fan favorite on Horse Talk Horror, and she is also the creator of their Tidbits of Terror jingle. Please welcome Carrie Weeder. Oh my goodness, this standing ovation. Thank you so much. Thank you. But really, I'm going to ask you to have a seat so we can get started. (laughs) No, really, I need you to sit down now because uh, we're on a time limit here, especially because this is a category for women, and oftentimes I think some of these award shows cut the women's speeches off sooner than they do for the men. So, Meryl, Denzel, please just take a seat. I appreciate your support. The category for Best Supporting Actress is such an important category because often in films, women are only given supporting roles. So we want to make sure to really support these talented women who play second fiddle to the men for the most part. (sighs) The nominees for Best Supporting Actress are Antonia San Juan for The Platform, Asmara Abigail for In Jane Addams for She Dies Tomorrow, Jennifer Jason Lee for Possessor, Madeline Arthur for Color Out of Space, and the winner for Best Supporting Actress is Jennifer Jason Lee for Possessor. Thank you so much, Carrie. Who knew Meryl Streep and Denzel Washington were such huge horror fans? They were so excited. Right? I know. We want to congratulate Jennifer Jason Lee on her extraordinary performance in Possessor. What a fantastic job you did. Congratulations again. We are now ready to present Best Actor in a Horror Film. Here to present the award is a voice actor and filmmaker. His unofficial tribute short film sequel to the original Black Christmas, titled It's Me, Billy, 
will be available for all to see on May 28, 2021. Please welcome Dave McRae. Hey, everybody. Uh, first of all, let me just say thank you to Sharon and Mindy of Horrors Talk Horror for allowing me this opportunity. This is going to be fun. You know, my favorite actor of all time is Harrison Ford. And Harrison Ford isn't really known for his horror movies. That's primarily because he's never really done one. But there was one movie in the year 2000 that he did with Michelle Pfeiffer, a supernatural psychological horror called What Lies Beneath. If you've never seen it, if you've never checked it out, you have to check it out, especially if you're a big Harrison Ford fan. Let's just say it's a nice change of pace for Harrison Ford. Anyway, on to the nominees for Best Actor in a Horror Film. And the nominees are Christopher Abbott for Possessor, Nicolas Cage for Color Out of Space, Chopé Durasu for His House, Stephen Lang for VFW, Vince Vaughn for Freaky, and the winner is... Vince Vaughn for Freaky. Thank you, Dave. I'd also like to add that Sharon and I absolutely agree that What Lies Beneath is a wonderful and truly scary psychological slash paranormal horror film that's really underrated. Harrison Ford really should do more movies like that. But of course, a huge congratulations to our best actor winner, Vince Vaughn. Much deserved. This was a hard category because personally, I think that all the actors in this category did a great job. But Mindy and I definitely agree. You did a fantastic job playing not only a serial killer, but also a teenage girl. Such a range. Congrats. Up next, we have Best Actress. Here to present the award is an actress from the big and small screen. She's been in the popular true crime series Snapped Killer Couples and such movies as Love on the Rise and the psychological thriller Broken Halos. You can see her in the upcoming horror movie The Last Call, anticipated for a winter 2021 release. Please welcome Amanda Goodyear. Hello, Horse Talk Horror fans. Thank you so much for having me. Sharon and Mindy, I am so glad to be joining you again. I feel honored to present for the first Horror Movie Award episode, especially for the category of Best Actress, which I hope to be on here one day, by the way, ladies. Take note. I did want to say that I feel all of these nominees have already won. Beyond just winning by nomination, you win every time as an actress that you get cast. Typically, the process involves a submission going up saying, hey, we're looking for a woman to lead a film. And then agencies and sometimes actors can submit themselves to receive an audition. That number is usually somewhere over 2,000 every time there's a breakdown. Sometimes it even goes up to five. From there, they can choose as many as 800 actresses to submit an audition for one part. So as you can see, it's a huge win to get cast as it is. And the nominees are Andrea Riseborough for Possessor, Betty Gilpin for The Hunt, Haley Bennett for Swallow, Janelle Monet for Antebellum, Wunmi Musaku for His House. And the award goes to Betty Gilpin for The Hunt. 
Congratulations, ladies. We all won. Amanda, thank you so much for such a lovely, lovely tribute to these women. And those statistics are staggering. It really is its own award to be cast in a role, especially a role that you really, really want. What an honor. All of these fantastic women deserve all of the awards, as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. This category was one of the hardest to pick just one. I loved every single one of these performances so much. Big congrats to Betty Gilpin. You kicked ass. I mean, literally, as your character, you just fucked up a lot of people, and it was a pleasure to watch. And we are moving along to Best Director. Here to present the award is someone who has worked with some amazing directors throughout his years, including William Friedkin, director of the horror classic The Exorcist. You may know him from the award-winning movie Star Maps or the Emmy and Golden Globe winning miniseries Band of Brothers. Please welcome Douglas Spain. Hello, I'm Douglas Spain, and I will be presenting the award for Best Director. I got to work with William Friedkin, well known for directing one of the scariest movies of all time, The Exorcist. So I'm very excited about this award. Here are the nominees. Amy Simitz for She Dies Tomorrow. Brandon Cronenberg for Possessor. Craig Sobel for The Hunt, Joko Anwar for Impetigor, and Remy Weeks for His House. The envelope, please. And I'm opening this envelope. It's sealed and... The winner is... Drum roll, please. Brandon Cronenberg for Possessor. Douglas, thank you so much. Sorry you had such a hard time with the envelope. I mean, we did seal those pretty good because we couldn't really risk sensitive information getting out before we announced the winners. I'm sure you understand. You have had quite a career working with so many amazing directors. We are honored to have had you read the Best Director nominations. And of course, congrats to Brandon Cronenberg. Talent definitely seems to run in your family, and we cannot wait to see what you do next. And finally, last but not least, the moment you have all been waiting for, Best Horror Film. Here to present the award is a couple of women you have grown to know and love. They are the podcast hosts of Horrors Talk Horror. Please welcome Sharon and Mindy. Wow. Okay. Here we are, the last award for the evening. Between Mindy and I, we have watched dozens of horror films that were released within the past year. 
There were definitely a lot of duds. Some were okay, but I have to say there were also a lot of really good films. This list was definitely not easy to narrow down. We chose nine of our favorites, though there were some compromises we made as well. But here we go. Your nominees for Best 2021 Horror Film are... His House. Host. The Hunt. Impetigore. Possessor. She Dies Tomorrow. Swallow. 32 Malasagna Street. VFW. And the winner is... Possessor. Well, there you have it. Congrats to Brandon Cronenberg and the entire cast and crew of Possessor. We are both huge fans of this movie. This was a very, very close category. Possessor and The Hunt were literally neck and neck the entire time. Congrats to all the nominees and winners. I have a feeling they will all be celebrating tonight. Thank you all so much for listening to our first annual Horror Movie Awards episode. This will definitely have to be an annual thing. I think we need to come up with an official name, though. Spencer actually suggested the Horries. Um, that would be the W-H-O-R-I-E-S <laughs> uh, word. Or I guess we can call it the Horries. Um, yeah. Uh, Carrie Weeder also suggested that name. Um, so because I take her opinion so highly, we might have to consider using that. But we are also open to other suggestions. So if you have any thoughts on something that we can title this award show, uh, <laughs> let us know. Write to us. Also, thank you all for voting. Thank you all for supporting us. It means so much to us watching our little show grow and our listener community grow. You have no idea how much we appreciate all the wonderful support we've been getting lately. Also, I want to give a huge shout out to all the presenters. We could not have done this episode without you. You are all wonderful and talented and we love you. And funny. And funny. <laughs> Everyone put their own spin on things, and it was amazing. Uh, Carrie Weeder, Amanda Goodyear, Douglas Spain, Dave McRae, Katie Rich, Jim Parks, who was our amazing announcer, and Paul McComas, who composed and performed the spooky organ music you heard throughout the show. Thank you all so much for being a part of this episode. As I said... We could not have done this without you. I would also like to give a very, very special thank you to Sharon and Spencer, because this was Sharon's brainchild, really. She said, I want to do an Oscar episode, and I really don't like the Oscars, but I said, okay. And these two worked so hard to make this as awesome as it has been. And this is, I think, my favorite Oscar experience ever. So big thanks to Sharon and Spencer. I love you guys. Aw, we love you too, Mindy. Thank you. 
I also want to give a huge shout out to Spencer for doing all the incredible editing on this episode. I mean, he did such a fantastic job. I mean, it really like blew me away listening to the final result of this, you know, with the music and the applause and everything. So thank you so much, Spencer. Great job. Thank you for that. But uh, I would not have done any of that if it weren't for uh, what Mindy said, you know, this was your brainchild. This was your creative inspiration. So uh, so thank you to Sharon for coming up with the idea and all the ideas pretty much for this uh this show, this podcast, and... Um, All right, enough with the love fest. You know I don't do sappy. <laughs> fine. Speaking of the Oscars, um, we're going to quickly give our Oscar predictions for the actual 2021 Oscars. <laughs> and as I said earlier, we are recording this before the Oscars uh, on the 18th, actually. And also, this episode's available to listen to on our Patreon prior to the Oscars. Hopefully hopefully we can get this all edited in time. There's a (laughs) lot of moving pieces with this episode. Um, So if one of us gets everything right, I just want to note that there was no cheating going on and you can ask our patrons because they'll tell you they heard this days prior to the Oscars. Weeks prior. Weeks prior. Nah, no. Not at all. Um, To the actual Oscars. And to be fair, I really haven't seen any of the Oscar-nominated movies this year, so I'm basing my selections purely off my own personal bias. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, I have no horse in this race at all. All right. Best film, I'm going with Judas and the Black Messiah. Mindy? I would agree. Judas and the Black Messiah. I still haven't seen it, but I'm going to go with Judas and the Black Messiah. We plan on seeing that in mere days, so let's let's make it happen. Based on the hype, that's, that's what I'm going on. That, that'll be the winner. Best director, I'm going with Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. I, too, am going with Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. And yeah, I think she might take it. Best actor, I'm going with... Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. So this was a hard one for me because I, too, want Chadwick Boseman to be my choice, but I feel like I have to go with my man Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to go with Ahmed. And I think I have to be a little bit different. I have to be honest as well. I have not seen this movie, but um, I kind of have a good feeling about uh, Stephen Yun for Minari. And we're going to watch that one tonight, actually, because I really want to cry. I watched the trailer and the trailer made me cry. It looks like such a beautiful, heartwarming movie. Um, yeah, we are going to watch that. And, you know, maybe I'll, I'll change my mind. But there's part of me that also hopes that Chadwick Boseman wins. Uh, you know, losing him was an absolute tragedy uh and so um ma rainey is also on our list to see i i gotta see it yeah i i agree spencer that's why i was so torn but also because he's stupid talented both both of those gentlemen riss ahmed and chadwick boseman honestly all three yeah uh, yeah but and ma rainey's black bottom is an old school play actually that they made into a movie and i think he'd just be fantastic so I'm going to root for both of them. I'm changing my answer. I'm rooting for both. 
All right, best actress. I'm going with Andra Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday because she did all the singing in that. And she's a singer, not an actress, and she fucking nailed it. I, too, am going to share uh, Sharon's sentiments and her choice because so rarely are actual musicians or like theater people cast in films that are about musicians or are theater adaptations. So I love hearing that an actual singer got cast for this and just nailed it. Go for it. Yeah, this was a really hard one for me. I was genuinely torn between Andra Day. Uh, She was phenomenal as Billie Holiday. Uh, but just to be different, because I have to be different, uh, I, I'm just going to go with Carrie Mulligan because I thought that she also nailed that role in Promising Young Woman. Uh, she had a lot of mini roles to play in it, which I think she probably had a lot of fun with. Um, I, I, I am not going to be surprised if Andrew Day wins. I kind of hope she does. But Carrie Mulligan, I think she's got a great shot. Yeah, she's phenomenal all the way around and I agree her performance regardless of what you feel about that movie her performance was unreal she's fantastic for best supporting actor I'm going with Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah I'm gonna go with Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami there's part of me that thinks Daniel might take it but uh again to be you know, I got I to gotta throw things off. I think Sasha Baron Cohen has actually a pretty good chance of uh, winning for the trial of the Chicago 7. And Spencer and I, we bet each other. So <laughs> we usually pick opposite people just because one of us has a better chance of winning if that happens. So I'll allow it. And finally, for Best Supporting Actress, I'm going with Yoo Jung Yoon for Minari. I have to go with my girl, Olivia Coleman for The Father. I am also going to go with Yu Jung Yoon for Minari, but there's part of me that really, really hopes the woman from the Borat sequel takes it because that would be absolutely <laughs> amazing. <laughs> All right. She had a really hard role to play. I said her, the thing that made her role so difficult was not getting her ass kicked by a bunch of rednecks the, the entire shoot of that film. But um, that's it. That is it for our first horror movie awards episode. Possibly the horries. Uh, we'll get back to you next year. We will have a uh, definitive title for our award. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you all so much. Uh, As always, you can write to us at horrorstalkhorror at gmail.com with anything you wanna share with us, whether it's ghost stories, true crime stories, creepy stories. Tell us what your favorite actor, actress, supporting actor, actresses, director, uh, film of the past year has been. We want to hear from you. We do. Please also subscribe to us and rate and review us on your streaming platform of choice. It does genuinely help us get more exposure, and we would be very, very grateful for that. If you're able to, I know we were just doing 
you know, this fancy episode with red carpets and gold statues, but times are tough. So if you are able, please join our Patreon. You'll be able to get early access to this Oscar episode, for one, but also see exclusive posts and maybe even get some cool shit in the mail. Um, As always, please, please be kind to each other out there. Be safe. Get vaccinated. Keep wearing your masks. And as always, thanks thanks for for getting getting creepy creepy with with us. Sharon, you want a beer? Uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) 